right, Sean, let's, let's go ahead and tie up our capes. I got that aerodynamics with our capes. What do you say about calls? That was a close call. Glad we figured it out, though. We're going to be talking about capes, cows, and close calls. Capes, cows, and close calls. That's the one we got. That's it. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Capes, Cows, and Close Calls. My name is Nick. With me always is my co-host, Sean the Irishman King. What's up, everybody? Sean, we got no time today. We had two big releases. Oh, yeah. We had no time today. We had two big releases. Two of them. We got a lot to talk about. We got a lot to do in this episode. So we're going to skip the small talk. We're gonna small get, talk? Nah, we're going to get straight to uh, it. How am I going to know how your week was? We're going to get straight to it. doesn't matter how my week was. It was busy as shit. We're going to get straight to it, Sean. Why was it so busy? Two big releases, Sean. Two, Sean, two big, Sean, two big releases this week. Two big releases. Two big releases this week, Sean. We got a lot to cover, all right? Not. We're going to start off with the with the with the smaller of the releases not in terms of scale or importance but in terms of runtime and that is going to be Fa- the first episode Falcon and the Winter Soldier I'm going to start off with your thoughts cuz you were the this was the show you were least excited about with the Disney Plus Marvel shows has your opinion changed go no not really what i mean the episode was fine it was you know what I what I what I found that I, that I've realized that I just don't care about the Falcon. Wow. I don't care about him as a character. Wow, that's the point of the you show. And I feel like he's so full of himself. He's the most useless Avenger, and he's so he's like in the bank, like oh you know I'm an Avenger. Like shut up, dude. Wow, that's crazy. Are you are you even an Avenger? Because he's not a, he's not a part of the Avenger team right now. He was part of the Avengers at the end of. Age of Ultron, which lasted until Civil War, where he stopped being an Avenger. Well, he might be the new captain of the Avengers. He's not going to be the captain. Even if he takes up the mantle, he's still not going to be like the leader of the Avengers. How do you know that? Because you don't know it. Because I don't. He is Captain But I got to tell America. you, if he is, I'll be disappointed. Okay, well, what about Bucky's story? I mean, I like the Bucky story. Did you notice that he was sleeping on the floor? I did notice that. Yeah, and, uh, you know, they talk about in the first, in the Winter Soldier, they talk about how when you come back from war, you don't want to sleep in a bed because it's like sleeping on a marshmallow. You're just yeah. going to sink straight to the floor. He's still there, sleeping on the floor. Sleeping on the floor. Man, it's it's rough what he's going through, though. Oh, definitely. And I was like, geez, and then he's with the kid's father that he killed. And I was like, man, that's that's intense. Did he, though? I think he did. I think he killed that kid. So th- was that whole scene... Supposed to be like a like a flashback scene. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because I was kind of confused by that. Yeah, it was a flashback. I mean, he had his long hair. Yeah, I didn't know if it was that or if we were going with like this was somebody opposing as the Winter Soldier. No, I'm pretty sure that was the Winter Soldier. It was a flashback. So you're just having flashbacks and you realize that he killed them. Yeah, yeah, I think it was a more recent thing because it didn't look like it was that long ago. Oh, that's what I was saying. Yeah. But I um I do think it was a flashback to him killing a kid. Listen, I liked for as much as I kind of find the Falcon just a, a tidbit annoying, and I can't tell you what it's about. I do like that they more humanized because he is a human character, right? And you saw like like he disappeared for five years, and like the family he left behind is having a struggle, and he's right. now going and trying to help it. Yeah. I like that. I like that aspect of it. Um. 
I mean, overall, the I like that the action was pretty good. The first scene was like amazing. Oh, I was like, oh wow, it like, was amazing. Like they're not they're not uh, they're holding not, anything back. They're not here. effing around, man. It was like straight um, up like movie quality action. That fights that flight sequence in general, like it was amazing. I was like, yeah, this is, no, that was a really good scene. Yeah, overall, I really liked it. Um, fun fact: Anthony Mackie is actually from New Orleans. That is a fun fact. Yeah, and his family is from New Orleans in the show, even though Falcon in the comic books is not from New Orleans. Where's he from? Um, New York? Harlem or Brooklyn? Somewhere in New York. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's cool. So I like, I like the whole ship thing and the... Yeah. Um, you know what? Sometimes I'm not a huge fan of having to wait to see how the characters are going to get back together. I get that. And I feel like this show didn't even have to do that, right? Like this could have the story could have picked up with them going on missions together already. Yeah, I get that. So, I'm not a huge fan of that. Yeah. But overall, that, that's my only complaint. Yeah, I'm wondering how how many episodes it's going to take for them to like come together. It better be the next one. Yeah. There's only 6 episodes. All right. I don't well, want to spend the first 3 waiting for them to get together. That's fair. Uh, a couple more things. One, the kid that helps him out uh, on his first mission or whatever, that, that flight mission that he was doing, right. the kid that he meets up with later, he actually, that's the kid that becomes the next Falcon in the comic books after Falcon took over for Captain America. That's, uh, that's another fun fact. Yeah. And I mean, we kind of, I think they're going to do it because we kind of see him go on the route. Like he clearly is not afraid to like, you know, be a hero and jump into danger. Right. He and just stuff. went for. Yeah. He out and in my head. I'm like, Bastion, like, like, what the fuck is wrong with this kid? <laughs> like, calm down, dude. Um, so I guess that's you know what else I like too. Going. What's that? Is in the beginning of the fight scene when he's like first lands on the the plane and he's like kicking everybody's ass. I like that somebody also went and then kicked his ass because he's not a super soldier. No, so he's there's not. no reason to think that he's gonna go in there and just mess everybody up. Yeah, that's that was at a, first I was like, what is this? That was Backtrack the Leaper. Backtrack the Leaper. He was in the um, Winter Soldier. Was he? Yeah, he's the so you know in the that beginning scene, which is funny, when Captain America jumps off the plane, right, lands in the water, gets on the ship, and he's just wrecking people. It's one of my favorite scenes. And then movie. there's the one last guy he fights who's like doing a bunch of backflips and shit. That's him. Yeah, it's the same guy, same character. I did not catch that. Yeah, same actor and everything. Yep. Now I even more feel like that guy should have whooped his ass. Yeah. Because it seemed like Captain America was struggling a little bit. Just a little bit. Then he put his shield down and he was like, nah, I got this shit. You're, yeah. you're nothing. Um, last thing, smushy face Captain America. What the fuck is that about? What are you talking about, smushy? The oh, goober the at the end. The what? The goober at the end. Why call him a goober? I don't know, man. His face and his head is just <laughs> like... What does a goober even I, mean? That's what it is, dude. It's just He you know, just he, uh, like a goober to me. He is... Captain America in the comic books too. He's one of the people to take up the. Yeah, mantle. he's U.S. agent. Yeah, yeah, but but you don't like the actor. The yeah, the actor himself. Man, his, this is rude, man. Dude, his head <laughs> just looked weird in the helmet. Yeah, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't get that. Nah, it, it just kind of to me, it looks like a uh, off-brand Captain America, which is all it looks like. <laughs> like, it's like we went to Aldi, like a generic the Aldi version, <laughs> the Aldi brand cereal. Yep, <laughs> not Fruit Loops, Fruit Hoops. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. No, nah, that's exactly. You know, and I realized how many does the shield, the shield changes depending on what we're watching, like what the shield actually looks like, depending on the movie, right? 
Because I realize there's like notches on this on the shield now. Yeah, that I have never noticed before. They haven't been there before, so I'm assuming the theory is that when Captain America, because his shield got destroyed by Thanos, but when he went back in time and came back, he came back with a new shield. Right. So we're assuming it's that new shield. Like he had one either remade or like he just when he went back in time, he took the one from. I guess himself. I don't know. Time travel. <laughs> this new time period. He's like, yeah. give me this. Give me, you don't you, look, look, you, you won't need this. I'm going to take this from you. You know what I mean? So time travel. This big alien's going to break it at one point. Time travel. <laughs> he's big, you don't want to go through that. <laughs> purple ball sack chin. He's got a big ass sword. Look, just trust me when I tell you, it'll be easier if you just give this to me now. <laughs> save you a whole lot of headache. I'm telling you, it'll save you a whole lot of headache. All right. All right. That was it. So I'm you, excited for the rest of this season. Yeah, yeah definitely. Are you more excited than you were after the first two episodes of One? Hundred percent. Okay. Are you more excited than you were in episode five or whatever it was at WandaVision where they really picked up? Mm, not quite that excited yet, but I think okay. I will get there. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's get to the main attraction today. We got oof, a four-hour movie. Four-hour movie. <laughs> We're going to try not to make this episode four hours, um, but we're talking about Zack Snyder's Justice League. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. To get to this. Let's do this. All right. You want to kick it off or you want me to kick it off? Uh, let's kick it off. Let's just do initial thoughts. Initial thoughts. Liked it, loved it, hate it, what? You go first. I was very pleasantly surprised on how much I actually enjoyed it. Okay. As I said before, I was keeping my expectations extremely low. Yeah. Now, I mean, that movie is every bit four hours long. <laughs> my but gosh. I loved the fact that they didn't hold anything back as in as far as like, like the big comic book things you talk about. Are, are in the comics were in it like we had man they talked about the multiverse very straight up mentioned the speed force told me they didn't even talk about the anti-life equation i mean they, they held they, they did none of the big things back they didn't hold anything like the characters could do back they just had it all yeah. go right on into it and i i geeked out at multiple points so i'm gonna say i overall very very much so enjoyed it now i do feel like there was probably a scene or two that really didn't need to add true a big example that stands out to me honestly and it was in the beginning too the whole singing scene for aquaman weird weird and honestly i was sitting there and i was like oh no what if this movie just full of a bunch of really weird random scenes like this this is really gonna drag but it wasn't so no um and some of my complaints from their original review, I still kind of have, but I actually thought that they improved on a bunch of things. Like, they got rid of a bunch of scenes that I feel like you and I complained about the first time around. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, we'll dive into that. So, <clears throat> I got to be honest with you, man. I'm, I feel like I'm still gathering my thoughts on this one. I definitely feel like it was better the, and the, than the uh, theatrical release. In some ways, but there are some ways where I feel like it's not as good. My mm. my biggest thing... I didn't though, feel like it was not as good at any point. My biggest thing is like, I wish I could ask Zack Snyder straight up. Because did he just have all of this fucking footage? 
Did he originally intend to have this four-hour-long movie? That's a good question. I don't think he originally intended for um, it to be that long. Um, but I think the overall story was his original plan. Because I've actually like seen things on the original synopsis of what the plan was and how this was going to be a trilogy. And this like clearly was the setup for the trilogy. Right, right. I think... He made this all these could... scenes to kind of build up and get us like a little bit more attached to these characters. Mm. And probably the original, like if he did a two hour version of this movie, like if he had completed it the first time, mm-hmm. we probably would have got a lot less about the characters. Right. I, but guess this, so. I honestly think that was, that's probably a good thing. Cause the first movie almost feels rushed that right. they just became a team. Right. This didn't feel rushed that they're becoming a team. No, it didn't. But it also, it did drag out a bit. Um, because yeah, I couldn't imagine this, this particular movie being separated into two parts because at no point did I feel like it would have been good to cut it off and for us to have to wait like a year for part two. You know what I mean? Like, but I don't think that was the original plan anyways. Okay. I I don't know. I think honestly it was just going to be cut. He would have just got rid of a bunch of scenes. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. This is clearly what the overall goal is what we saw in this movie. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Well, you ready to get into this? Let's do it, man. All right. Let's go on. Let's dig deep. Okay. Um, so, since we did a review already, I mean, this is another review, but, like, since since I was at home watching this, I wasn't sitting in the theater, I didn't, I didn't have to worry about feeling like a douche having my phone out. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Or being able to pause the movie and, and like write stuff down. I just basically took notes of like things I thought as like the movie went on. So right. I guess I just kind of run through that. It's not Let's like my it. usual bullet points. I feel like when we do movie reviews, it's a little different. It's more of just like a what I thought. Um, so the first thing is, yes, yeah, some scenes definitely benefited from being a longer and b the dialogue being drastically different and the first example of that is right off the bat with uh when batman goes to find aquaman right like that scene's much longer there's no like so if you don't if if you don't remember so in the josh whedon version right he shows up he goes into this place he says i'll give anybody fifteen thousand us dollars if you have any information on this guy arthur curry the aquaman then he looks at the wall and the wall has these drawings of these three boxes the mother boxes right and he's like 30 if you can tell me what those boxes are for or whatever right none of that is in this yeah they got rid of all that all of it he's just straight up and then first of all um the overall plot got changed in multiple it did. Ways. It's amazing. To me, made it significantly better. Yeah, it's amazing how much the dialogue changed. It's it's crazy. Um, but Jason Momoa, first of all, dude's great at like doing different, um, speaking different languages. He's crazy. I was just like, I just recently started watching Game of Thrones. He speaks in a different language almost the whole time he's in that show. Does a great job. And then this <laughs> comes along and he's speaking a different language. I'm like languages does this guy speak i don't know if it's the same language and it just sounds different to me but like he's good at speaking different languages he's good at that right um 
But yeah, that that overall scene, like it just makes more sense. The other thing is, I remember <laughs> in the Josh Whedon version, I remember when Aquaman like says no, walks off, gets in the water, and he's like, "You're out of your mind, Bruce Wayne," and then he just like swims off. I remember thinking, "How the fuck does he know that that's Bruce Wayne?" At no point should he have known right. that that was Bruce Wayne. But in this version, we know Bruce shows up and hands the dude his business card. And he's like, I'm Bruce Wayne. Yeah. And then they go outside and they have a conversation. And he basically just tells him like, I'm Batman too. And he's like, so you dress up like a bat. And he's like, yeah. And blah, blah, blah. So it's like Batman reveals and his in that shithole. Yeah. That's actually something I thought was interesting throughout this. I mean, he doesn't keep his identity from this like team he's bringing together. No, whatsoever. at all. No, he's, I mean, they're all calling him. Everybody's calling everybody by their first name through this whole thing. Pretty much. Yeah. So it made more sense in this one that like he knew that it was Bruce Wayne because in the other one, it didn't like, I was just like, that was right. weird that he would just know that. But yeah, it definitely made more sense. The next thing was why that fucking song? You just mentioned. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What is this? It was a weird scene. It was weird. So there are a few scenes in this that are just added. I feel like Zack Snyder was really going for like this like artsy like drama kind of film. The music. Just yeah, through the whole the whole movie. Through the whole movie, you know what? What actually got distracting to me at one point was that was the Amazon music. The uh, every time we saw an Amazonian and or Wonder Woman, it would immediately switch to that like sound, that music. Yeah. And every character did have their own music that when we saw their character, it's like their own personal theme song mm-hmm. came on. And at one point that I was like, it's almost distracting. But the one for the Amazons almost got me the most. See, that one didn't bother me as much. I think it was overall just the music in this was just. I don't it didn't feel like it was adding anything to the movie. Like the one scene again, going back to like Aquaman, the second scene we see him in where he saves that fisherman gets the whiskey, walks all, off onto the boardwalk, and it's like just this music playing. And I'm just like, what? Yeah, the music was... it was Why? I don't Why know. If I, I wouldn't say I disliked it. I just thought it was interesting to the point where it was almost distracting at times. I think it didn't add anything. I don't know. Like I don't understand what the goal of it was. Between that and the slow motion, there was so much yeah they didn't bother slow-mo me. it bothered the hell no, out no. of me can i ask you something real quick that's silly just right because we're talking it. about aquaman a bit so you realize that uh, all the scenes like in the beginning right he when he gets out of the water we see him take his shirt off oh no no when he's about to go back in the water he takes his shirt off right and then he swims away right yep so when he comes back to land how does he get a shirt again I don't know. Like, I was just talking about that, too. I was like, how does he have a shirt again? He keeps leaving all of his shirt on the shore. He does take his shirt off every time he's about to get yeah, Every time water, he's about to get in the water, he takes his shirt off. But how's he getting his shirt off. back on? Is, is, is he finding his shirts from him leaving it there before? He just got shirts all over the place? Like, I don't get See, it. See, that doesn't make any sense because the first time he swims off, he takes his shirt off in the water. Right. And then he just kind of, like, throws it. And then you're out of your mind, Bruce Wayne. Well, man is supposed to care about pollution of the ocean too. He threw the he threw his shirt and he threw his bottle into the ocean. True, true. That's like that's your one thing, man. I mean, look, he's still in his in his angsty rebellious phase, man. He doesn't care. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think at one point we got to do we got to break every character down. 
I'm not saying right now, but at one point we got to do Fair that. Fair enough. Uh, so yeah, the slow-mo, I was just like, it's too much. It's just, There were certain scenes that were in slow motion that had absolutely no reason to be in slow motion. It didn't add to anything. It didn't like, I feel like if you took, if you simply took the slow-mo out of this movie, it could be like a half hour shorter. Like you're making too much out of it, dude. It was it was so, not that big of a deal. It was so much. I can't slow even motion. name other scenes other than the Flash for slow like motion. Six. The, that's but that's the, that's it. Those are the only scenes that made sense to be in slow motion. Were the Flash scenes? There's a scene where Lois Lane goes to get coffee and it's in fucking slow motion. It just slowed down a bit. Why? Not even slow motion. It just Why, slightly. Though? It's just so we can really take in. There's nothing to take in. The moment in. that she's getting she coffee is clearly grieving, and we can see the sadness upon her face. I could do that at not in slow motion. It didn't need to slow down at all. But I added to it. It didn't though. The moment where he's walking to the boardwalk, throws his bottle into the, that's in slow motion. Why? Why? For what? I mean, look, it's in slow motion with Nick, some weird song look, playing. Slow motion I don't get it. Is a fun effect, and everything looks cool in slow motion. It's an. Annoying. There's a whole TikTok trend about he going in slow motion. Really fucking overdoes the slow motion. He really overdoes. Right. Even in the fight scenes, there's certain. There's a moment where Wonder Woman jumps over Stephen Wolf, and their swords meet, and it's in slow motion, and it's like there's nothing like spectacular about what just happened. You just put that in slow mode just cause like just to do it. He was very trigger Listen, happy with this slow mo button. If I could just put things in a He's slow like, motion, oh, no, I would no, do no, it no, all no. the time. No, no, no. It's been at least 25 minutes with no slow mo. We need to add some somewhere, throw it in there. I don't care where it is. Just add it. Like I, <laughs> you think he was sitting there like, you know, this coffee scene, man. Mm, we got to make that gotta slow-mo. Got to make that slow-mo. Got to do it. Between, so is that the slow-mo, the, the just weird adding of music, and then the what did you think about the overall like color palette of this one? Because it was less vibrant, less colors. It was definitely more dull. Did you, did you like that? Right. Did you so, find that distracting? I didn't find it distracting. What I realized is when we watched the theatrical version, we had a whole conversation that um, it took this lighter tone. Right. right? And we even talked about when Superman came back from the death in that version, that, almost, that he himself was even different. Mm -hmm. He was like making more jokes. Now, the thing about the Zack Snyder verse that we're calling it now is so we've had man of steel we have batman versus superman now we have this movie right he's been going for a dark tone this whole time he wants to see his characters in a darker version so that was clearly like i mean we saw it in this movie this was clearly a darker movie and so i was cool with like the tones because it matched everything else that we've seen from Zack snyder yeah i mean that's fair right like it obviously doesn't match the aquaman movie and the wonder Woman movie right watched, that's that's not the Snyderverse now. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think after a while, I just got get a little tired of like the muted colors. But I, I mean, I get it. I do get what you're saying. So, Steppenwolf, definitely a lot better villain now. Oh, 100%. He's, he's scarier. He's more menacing. He looks better. Better motivation. Better, way better motivation. Um, another. The other one of the I feel like the other things that really benefited from the extra runtime in this 
are the fight sequences. They were so much better. Oh, yeah. Even that initial scene and Themyscira when he gets the first mother box. Like, Which was, like, one of my favorite scenes in the original one, but this was even better. It was way better. Like, Bro, I, when I tell you, I'm going to nerd out a bit here. I got goosebumps in the, the fear line. Oh, when I, like, <laughs> she's like, tell them what we think about fear. We don't have we fear. We don't have fear. I was like, hell yeah, we like, don't. Psh, psh, psh. Yeah, no, it was good. And they definitely, um, I mean, the the violence wasn't overdone, but you could definitely see they were like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna take advantage of this R rating for sure. Like, right. there was way there was more blood, more just kind of like, we didn't see any humans really chopped in half, but he chopped some people in half for right. sure. Yeah, messed up those. Uh Atlanteans. Yeah, those he chopped and he chopped those in half, uh, like for sure, for sure. But yeah, I, every fight sequence was longer, and every single one of them definitely benefited for sure. Yeah, I can't I think of one where I'm like, ah, now nah, it's just too much. Like I don't know what the fuck's going on. It's too much you know, what, and you know what I liked about these fight scenes is it we saw Wonder Woman and Steppenwolf really just the two of them fight, and like obviously Steppenwolf was winning, right? But like. It was clear that Wonder Woman was putting up a fight. Right. And I liked seeing that. And we also saw, like, Aquaman put up a fight, like, in the water, in his element, put up a fight. That when they all came together and were going to go fight him, it was, like, to me, like, seeing them team up, it wasn't as much of, like, we need Superman to rescue us. Like, it almost seemed like it was feasible that they could have won. Okay. Okay. I can see that. Um, Did you like the... um I like that we got the full sequence too from uh, the backstory that she told about when Darkseid came for the first time. Right. I really enjoyed that. I enjoyed that scene too. Because in the the other version, it wasn't Darkseid, right? Wasn't it Steppenwolf? It was Steppenwolf. Yeah, yeah. It was way cooler seeing that it was Darkseid. Although he, he got taken yeah, down. Yeah, he did like go out like a little, so easily. Yeah, like a little bitch. I was like, dang, just one chop, huh? I was like, Come That's on, man. You're, you're Darkseid. What's right. going on? Yeah. So. But we saw Zeus, we saw Ares, we saw a Green Lantern, we saw just a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. I mean, even though that lantern All the Atlanteans, all the Themyscarians. Yeah. That's what they're called. The Muscarians? The Muscarians. The Amazonians. Amazons. (laughs) The Amazons. The (laughs) Muscarians. I I said that, I was like, that's not right. (laughs) We saw the different, uh, we saw like regular humans. But like clearly from different regions and stuff. Yeah, like, I mean they, they thought that out. No, nah, they definitely did, man. That was that was good. Uh, let's see what else I got on here. Um, I love that. Uh, so they divide the three cubes and then man. So they just buried <laughs> in the forest. <laughs> I was like, come on. I mean, when I was first saying that, I was thinking about stuff. I mean, if they could put it in a place where it would clearly always be forgotten, that would be perfect because you would never find it. Yeah, I guess it's that's a fact true. that. Man forgot and then dug it up again. Yeah, it's pretty wild, man. I was like, really? <laughs> we'll build a, we'll like dig a hole, put we'll it throw in a, it in the hole, yeah, and put it in a castle. They didn't even bury it that deep, dude. It wasn't even like a six foot hole. Like, it was like maybe three to four feet deep. I'm like, yeah. at least you hey, know, fucking get down in there. That's the one it took them longest to find, though. It, I mean, that's true. But that's because cyborg had it. <laughs> But uh, okay, um, and feel free to like you know stop me adding anything in here because like I said, I'm just kind of going through this as I like wrote shit down. So 
Um, the music. Okay, so then we get to... This is one of those things where I felt like was just kind of... If it wasn't there, the movie wouldn't have lost anything, I feel. Which was the scene with Barry Allen saving Iris West. It's a cool scene, but I don't think it was needed in the movie. Like, if you cut that... Again, I don't feel like the movie would have lost anything. I don't feel like Flash's story would have lost anything um, if you cut that scene. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say that I disagree with you. I will say that that's actually one of the things that I enjoyed about this movie is technically this movie introduced Flash, Cyborg, and Aquaman, right? Because Aquaman, the movie came out after this, right? But we had already seen Batman. We had already seen Wonder Woman. And I feel like these extra little scenes that they added was just to help us build more attachment to these characters. So I liked it for the fact that it was trying to make us more attached to Barry Allen. But I agree with you that, like, I mean, ultimately, if that scene wasn't there, it wouldn't. But you just got, like, a better idea of what Barry Allen was all about. Like, he's there trying to get, like, another job, and he's grabbing the hot dog to feed the dogs. Dude, so I I wrote it down. As it happened, I was like, why why did he put the hot dog in his pocket? And then a few minutes later, he was like, you know, I always have a keep a meat snack handy. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was hilarious. That was that was quite funny. I'm glad that they kept the flash as kind of like this comic relief because we got way, way less humor in this version. And I feel like that's one of the things that I kind of missed, honestly. Like, there were a few jokes in the last one that weren't in this one that I was like, I missed that joke. I enjoyed that joke. Because at the end of the day, I get he's going for a different tone. I understand that this isn't a Marvel movie. I know he wants to go with, like, a darker, grittier, kind of more realistic tone. But I definitely think there could still be a balance. Like, he doesn't have to have every character be, like, quippy like Marvel does. But, like... You could introduce a bit more humor, because humor, because at the end of the day, there's still this is still a fucking based on a comic book, dude. Like, you know what I mean? I was fine with it. I don't know, because I knew I realized very early on to this that he was going for this darker tone, and like that's that's cool. Like, he can go for a darker tone. Okay, well, that's still going on there, so we're good. You oh, see okay, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what happened there, but whatever. Um, and a real, like, I think he's going for like, if this was real, if this was realistic, what would be happening? If that was the, what was happening here, then we wouldn't have a bunch of jokes going on. Like this is some serious things going on and they still had some humor. Yeah. It's still, it definitely still has some humor and I get what you're saying, but there are still moments where like he was kind of like making, like the moment after, um, Cyborg's father sacrificed himself, right? And he's like, Vic, are you okay? And he's like, my dad just, he just died. Like, he just killed himself. Right. And like a, a couple seconds later, they're like all having a conversation while this dude's mourning his dad who just died in front of his eyes. And he's still like kind of making jokes about it. And I'm like, all right, well, is this where you make the joke? Uh, what joke did they make there? I don't remember a joke. He, <laughs> that I remember like, that like Aquaman's like checking on him. Which I thought was a cool aspect of that character. Yeah, Aquaman definitely. cares. Yeah. He, um, Batman's like, oh, I'll check on my satellite. And he was like, excuse me, you have a what? You have a satellite? And I'm like, dude, fucking, you were just fighting aliens. Why is it so hard to believe this dude has a satellite? 
not the time and place Flash. Calm down. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of my thing. With the, the Flash in general in this movie, I don't necessarily feel like I like his portrayal, but I like his portrayal in this version way more than I like the portrayal in the theoretical version. That's fair. That's fair. Right. Like, we skipped the scene where he's, like, landing in Wonder Woman's breasts. We didn't need that scene. I don't disagree with you. It was ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't disagree with you. It, like I said, there's there's certain scenes that I don't even remember from the other version because this one filled so many of those gaps. You know what I mean? Right. Um, <laughs> one smaller thing, though, that they were... So, you know, they, I like that they gave more backstory to Cyborg's character. And there's the moment where they're having a flashback to the football game and his mom is in the principal's office and the principal's like, you know, your son's very talented. He's very smart, but he can't, it's not okay for him to hack the school and change his friend's grade. And she says something along the lines of like, he has a good heart and he's trying to help her. And the principal just kind of like looks at her like, well, okay, I guess I'm like, that's, that's not a fucking excuse. Like you should still be in trouble, dude. Oh, he hacked the school, but he has a good heart. What? I feel like it's the way she said it, though. Because that's not the wording she used. She was like, what was it? Dude, she said he has a good heart. She said, she said he has a good heart. She, but she's also like, my, like, what happened to that person? She lost her house? Or what was it? I don't know. She's like, my son went and like to help this person that like lost their house or whatever it was. What are you doing to help this person? Right. I heard her say that. I guess it still doesn't justify. Like, you still get expelled in the real world. Shit like that. Do that. I think that's realistic. Your number one jock with a four point not expelling. That's the fucking yeah. pride of your school. Mm, true, that's, I guess. He should be expelled, but realistically <laughs> he wouldn't he would be. be expelled. All right. Um Mira's accent. She's British now. What what's that about? I didn't did even that notice. bother you? You didn't notice? Didn't what do you notice. mean you didn't notice? I didn't notice. How did you not notice? I was distracted by her hair being a completely different red. Was it? That's, it's that's super red that in the sounds like some movie. shit you would notice. <laughs> it's because they muted the colors. It's not a different hair. It's just they. But muted still, the, colors the hair a bit. was outrageously red. It's supposed in the to Aquaman be. movie, but in this movie, I was like, does she even have red hair? Dude, right now? she ha- she came so strong with that accent. She did it beautifully, by the way. Don't get me right. wrong, but it was so weird because she was straight up American. She's just straight up following Wanda rules right now, dude. That's (laughs) and that's what I'm saying. Like, I I won't give them too much of a hard time for it, cause yeah, I mean Marvel's done that shit too. But like, I was like, what the? Why did they just? I don't. What happened? What what's going on here? I mean, realistically, the Aquaman movies, but changed it. In the last, argue that originally, well, yeah, but in Snyder's vision. I, no, she I know. had an accent, and it's the first time we would have saw this game. Yeah, it's weird, though, that they just gave her an accent. But I will say, I like that they show more of her powers. Again, these fight scenes, man. Yeah. She was, like, sucking all the moisture out of Steppenwolf, and, like, his blood started to come up. I was like, holy shit. She was going <laughs> to suck his blood out of his body? I was like, well, that's a cool-ass power. <laughs> Jeez. That's intense. So that was pretty cool. Uh, let's see. What else we got? What did you think of? So I think this movie really kind of went out of its way to show 
everyone's reason for being like everybody had a purpose. Right. Did you feel like that? Yes. Did you enjoy that? I definitely did. Okay. There were parts where I felt like it was a bit weird though. So like the scene where they first go after Stephen Wolf, right? Um, when he, they went to go save the kidnapped people. Another scene that I missed that scene, in the theatrical release, they had the scene where like the flash is like, I normally just kind of push people and run away. He didn't do any of it. Like he didn't say, right. he didn't have that line. We saw him do it, but he didn't have that line. And actually I like this. I like this better. Let me tell you why. Okay. He is already a hero. So why didn't he know what to do in the theatrical version? Mm. He was in the, and he was like freaking out. He's a hero. He's already been a hero. And Barry Allen, in general, as a character, is he's a freaking hero. That's fair. He doesn't need the guidance of like Batman or Wonder Woman telling him what to do. Mm. Save the people. What I thought was interesting is, and if I, I think I'm remembering it correctly, but in the theatrical version, you actually see him like going back and forth and grabbing people. Yeah. They don't do that. No, this. not at all. He doesn't actually grab anybody. No. He's just like running next to them. Which yeah. I thought and he's was like, weird. all right, come on. But then let's he grabbed go. all the debris, and that was a cool scene. That was like, cool as shit. Yeah. yeah. I was like, that's pretty fucking cool that they did that. But yeah, it was weird. They, He even goes to Cyborg, and Cyborg's like carrying a person. He's like, I got this. Just. Yeah. Keep going. But yeah, he's just like running back up and down the stairs. It's like, come on, this way, people. Let's go. Come on, come on. <laughs> it's like, you could have literally grabbed all of them Which and know, got them out. I said this in our old review, and I'm going to say it again. His characteristics are very much not Barry Allen, and they're more like Wally, Wally West. West. 100%. Maybe even Bart Allen, but definitely not Barry Allen. No, they're not. They're not very Barry Allen at all. I yeah. agree. I definitely agree with that. They're definitely more Wally West for sure. Um, <clears throat> but. So they first show up, right? <laughs> and I think it's funny because I was just like, it was weird that they did it that way. So they all walk in, right? They get the dramatic scene. They all walk in, and there's that bridge that's like clearly broken. So right. they have to get across it. First thing we do is we see Flash just kind of like zap Run, across, yeah. right? I'm like, okay, cool. Then we see Wonder Woman, tall leap, right? Get across it. And then uh, I think C Cyborg says something to Batman. And he's like, so you have no superpowers at all or or some shit like that. And Batman like grapple hooks across it, right? Right. And then we see Cyborg like fly. And this is before Aquaman was there. And that scene, I feel like was like a solid five minute scene. And I remember thinking to myself, it's weird that jumping across a bridge is how he demonstrated each person's like abilities. <laughs> I was like, why of all things? Because it clearly felt like a showcase of everybody's powers to me. Like, in case you don't know, this is what everybody can do. And I'm just like, a bridge? A broken bridge, huh? <laughs> it wasn't even like a, a large gap. It was like an Olympic athlete could probably jump it. You know what right. I mean? But it was just a weird demonstration of powers to me. Why did we spend so much time on it? There was just so many little things where I'm like, why are we spending time on this? The scene where he saves Iris West and the guy's reaching down for his burger, right? And everything's in slow motion. And we see a poppy seed fall off the bun and it just falls at the camera. I'm like, why? 
I don't even remember that scene. No, I do. No. I don't know why. Not I remember. even a little bit. Dude, I don't know why. I, remember. I thought it was hot dogs. It was a burger at one point. Yeah, I think it's because I just watched it. Like, I just watched it earlier today. So I remember all Give these. Give it a day, sir. You're going to forget about I'm that. I'm sure scene. I will. But I remember all of these small things. And they stood out to me because the entire time I'm watching this, I'm like, why in the world is this four hours long? What is it? So every little thing where I'm like, that could have been cut out. That could have been cut out. I just remember all those small things. All right. It's weird. Anyway. Did you enjoy this movie? <laughs> it was long. It was tiring. So no. So you I was really tired it? by the end of it. It's not that I didn't enjoy it. There were actually, like I said, there were actually quite a few scenes where I definitely feel like they were better than the, than the theatrical release. I like they were justified. Would you say overall this is better than theatrical release? Yes, but like I said, there are things from the theatrical release that I do miss, and I don't know. Maybe it's because I've gotten so used to the Marvel formula. I like I can be completely honest about that. It could be a result of that that I'm just like this. I feel like that's what made me like this more is that the last version seemed like it was trying to be a Marvel movie. And like DC, just just let that just let that ship sail. Yeah, I mean, I don't disagree with you. I really don't. It, they they needed to take a different approach. Like I said, I think it's maybe just I've grown used to that formula. So seeing something so different like this, something that wasn't as lighthearted or didn't have as many lighthearted moments and was just kind of overall like darker. The other thing is that I I couldn't help but compare it to the Justice League cartoons that I grew up watching. And then I still watch to this day. You know what I mean? Right. Like, those cartoons do an amazing job of balancing serious moments with humorous moments. I mean, this is our Justice League Dark Apocalypse movie. Yeah, that's the only one that doesn't do it. That one's super dark. Super fucking dark, yeah. That's, that's true. So, yeah, it's not that I didn't enjoy it. There was just a lot of things where I'm just like, okay. Um... Couple funny moments. I mean, the Flash when he did actually when he pushed that parademon, I thought that was hilarious. I was like, that was funny as fuck. <laughs> he just ran up behind him and just like pushed, him. <laughs> and the parademon just went flying. I thought that was funny. Um, and the saving everybody from the rubble scene where you just see him kind of like zipping, right? Like that was that was dope. That was a really really good scene. Um, the <laughs> the conversations in this movie though, I'm just like okay. So the one that really got me was when they were trying to decide whether or not to bring Superman back to life, right? Right. They're talking about it, and they're like, he explains that the mother box can do all these things. It doesn't doesn't really have a mind of its own. It doesn't just naturally want to destroy. It recreates, like, according to its master's will. And then they, they start, he says something that basically means that they could bring stuff back to life. And they do that, they have that metaphor of like, somebody with a match can turn a house to smoke. But if you have a mother box, you can turn the smoke back to a house. Right. And I was just like, I mean, yeah, I guess that was the simplest fucking way to explain it. Sure. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like that scene. It helped me understand what the mother box is about to do. Because no. it also made sense with what... Um, Dark side or Stephen was ultimately was going to use it. It was going to use those boxes to turn the Earth into like an apocalypse-like world. Right. Yeah. Just but you could also fire. argue that those boxes could 
feasibly turn it back. True. Very true. Which is probably what we will have saw in the trilogies. But yeah, I was just like, okay, well, I mean, yeah, I guess it makes sense. I guess it was yeah. just a weird metaphor at first to me. Just like, huh, okay. Yeah. It's just, sure. uh, in, the, in both movies had this, but it was surprising almost to me that their conclusion was, all right, so we should use this to bring back Superman. Because ultimately, it's from a from a moral standpoint, it's kind of a messed up thing to do. Absolutely. Yeah, it definitely and is. And I came to that, I mean, Batman, which I guess it's, it's Batman, he's confident in his decisions, but he came to that conclusion that this was the route to go so easily. He did. His whole, yeah, his whole mentality throughout this entire movie of like, I made this promise to Superman to do this, and I gotta, he's a symbol, and he's the world's hope, and the planet's blah, 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 and he's like, I gotta bring him back. If I can yeah. do it, it doesn't matter. Because they even say, like, you know, if we do this, that means we have to wake this mother box. If we wake this mother box, then the other mother boxes can find this mother box, which means they find it, they're gonna join, the world's gonna blow up. So, do we do this just to save him? Because if it doesn't fucking work, we're going to lose. Exactly. And he's like, yeah, nah, let's do it. <laughs> it's like, huh. And I mean, I, I do, because they also talk about the fact that they don't have another strategy. Their strategy of, like, just running and hiding is just prolonging what will happen. Yeah, he does say that. But it's funny, even because Alfred addressed Batman later, and he's just like, you usually think with more reason and rationale than this. And, he's uh, got the whole faith thing going. Now. Yeah, he's like, yeah, this is not, this not like you. And I don't, I don't, even Alfred's like, I don't know how I feel about this, man. It, mm, yeah, is this really the route you want to go? I don't know. Um, okay, okay. Let's see. Blah blah blah. House the smoke. Simple. Okay. Um, definitely enjoy Cyborg's story a bit more. I agree. Yeah, I enjoyed his overall arc. Wait, let's let's take this opportunity. Let's do some character breakdowns. We'll start with Cyborg. Okay. Um, overall, I feel like this movie did a way better job with every single character, and you understand their motivations. You kind of attaching yourself with them. So start with Cyborg, right? Like, it was the th- we got the whole background story, which is like true to the comics, true to like other you know Teen Titans things that you might see that. Um, Cyborg's story is basically, you know, he was like the captain of the football team. We got to see that, but he was, he wasn't like your typical jock. Like he generally had a great heart. He was a great person and he just wanted his dad to like be there and like, like make his dad proud, but he was never like, his dad was always so consumed by his work and we got to see all this, right? We got to see him almost dying and his dad making the decision to turn him into Cyborg, not even quite knowing what this was going to do. And they got to see him have his internal struggle but when he starts learning his abilities, he starts realizing the things that he can do. And what's the first thing that he does is he's watching cameras of this, like, poor lady that's just, like, struggling. But, like, generally a good person. Like, you see this person make hardly any money. But she's still, like, giving money to somebody that's, like, less fortunate than her. And she's trying to take care of her kids and, like, give a good birthday and everything. And he just, like, I know how I have the power to help people. And the first thing I do is, like, boom, now this person has money. Right. She goes from eleven dollars in her account to a hundred thousand and eleven dollars. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, overall, like this character, like got so much more. Like you got so much more, like attached to him as a character in this. Like you could see that he like was struggling with like not wanting to be a monster, but feeling like now he is a monster, and he goes from that to. 
um, willing to sacrifice himself if that's what it takes for him to separate the boxes. Yeah. And even taking the choice of the boxes, like messing with them, like we can make you whole again and we can put you like back with your parents and him being like, I'm not alone. Like I, I know this is a trick. Like overall as a character arc in this story, way better. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And I love that he does. He's just like, they're like, you know, if you go in there, like you could, you could die. And he's like, but this is, this is what you just told me. Like, I got to use this power for good. So if I die, if I don't die, everybody else could die. So like, yeah, I'll die if it means I can save everybody else. Like he's right. straight up. It's just like, yeah, I'll, I'll sacrifice myself if I got to. My dad did it. I can imagine, fucking uh, do it. Imagine if Vision made that decision. <sighs> that, I mean, he did. Yeah, but then nobody was letting him. him. He was just like, "Nah, we'll uh, we'll go take you to Wakanda. We'll try to remove the stone first. Yeah, at first. But at first, he, I mean, he did the whole movie. He was like, "Nah, just take it out of me." And they were just like, in the beginning. They were like, "Nah." He was like, "It's okay." And then they couldn't get it out of him in time. And then that's when he was like, "Wanda, just destroy it." Same thing. Don't try to come at Vision like that, man. <laughs> I'll come at Vision He did like the that. same thing. He didn't do the same thing. Except he was he quicker fine. to willing to do it. They could have destroyed the stone, and then they could have had Wanda use her powers to bring him back. We already saw that in WandaVision. The whole they movie did destroy the stone, and Thanos just whipped them right back. Yeah, but like... Because it, no matter when let's, he killed let's himself... Jump back. Let's right, jump anyway, back. Right, you're right, you're right, you're right. You're right. Different movie. Different movie for a different time. <laughs> We've already talked about that one at length, at nauseum. We're back to Justice League. Okay. But see how, see how hard it is to not compare it? Anyway. So, uh, what, was, what were we talking about? about? Big Stone. You got anything else you want to say Big about Stone? the character? Because I'm going to hop through all of them. Um, I will say that his, the this like I don't know, this, this angry attitude he kind of had, it does grow old at times i'm just like all right man like come on dude like i know you're mad but no i get it it was just there was some moments where i'm like come on it's okay his mom died he looks like a monster now and his dad died and he's got all these powers he can do all this cool shit like get it together man again imagine was, you're, you're mostly a robot imagine again, that again here we go tomorrow you're mostly a robot okay fair enough but also imagine i woke up tomorrow and I could literally control the internet. I could do whatever I wanted to do. I could access the World Wide Web in my mind. I could make a machine give me money. I could put a machine back together just with my thoughts. He crushes the tape recorder and then just runs his hand over and puts it back together. He gives a woman $100,000 just by hacking an ATM Listen, I'm not saying seconds. there's not cool parts to it. He can talk to Bruce Wayne's plane that's telling him it wants to fly and he fixed it. Like, come on. He has a lot of fucking cool powers. Right. All right. Anything so. else on, on Vic here? Um, No, that's pretty much it. Let's talk about Aquaman next. Okay, yeah. How did you feel about him in this version? Because I remember in the last one, you were not as big a fan. I wasn't. That big a fan of him, I just your, felt like they were feelings changed. Felt like they were overdoing like the surfer dude thing in the last one. They definitely didn't do that. They cut a bunch of that they out. They cut so much of that out. Um, yeah, I like them better in this one. I will say though, I will say, probably my favorite scene from the theatrical version involving Aquaman, and almost my favorite scene in the entire movie, when he sits 
on Wonder Woman's lasso, lasso. and he has that moment. I do miss where that. He's telling the truth, and I was hoping that they wouldn't cut it, and they cut it. It was not in this at all, and I was like, that was a really good moment, and they should have kept that. So I guess that was Josh Whedon's thing, but man, I was like, they should have kept it. Right. But I other really than that, I liked them. I was really a huge fan of how they showed that he just genuinely cared about like his fellow man mm. right yeah like he's got his opening scenes basically like he brings the fish into this this town right that can't he's helping the fish, this town right now, yeah. and then he saves the dude that's about to drown right and even like the the simple things with like checking in like oh like like can Vic handle this like he just lost his father like that that has to be super hard or like um the flash outside like what do you think this hat or this hat and like he didn't make fun of him he's just like I was like, definitely not that one. And he yeah. goes, hat B or whatever. And he's like, ah, let me see A again. Yeah. yeah. Like, he didn't, like, he could have made fun of him that scene, but he was just being genuine about it. Yeah. Um, I had another example. What was it? Uh, I really liked the scene of, like, um, him just, sit, like, sitting there and talking to uh, Wonder Woman, which, by the way, I love that neither of them went and helped and digged, but whatever. Uh, yeah. <laughs> They're the two both. strongest people. Yeah, just they like, just nah, you, you kids can handle this. We're gonna, yeah. we're gonna just hang out here a little bit. But they like had the same saying like, yeah. growing up. He and started they, like, one, and how, then... like, like you know, our people have fought, but Aquaman's like, man, I don't even know these people. Like, yeah, he's like, I, I hate Atlanteans as much as the Amazonians do. So, whatever, I don't care. And then he said his dad had a saying, and she finished it, and she's like, we say that, and, and fucking, but he was saying this. Atlantean father, I guess. No, it was human father. Oh, okay. It's a human father, Atlantean mother. Right, right, right. I thought it was talking about like the Atlantean king. He said somebody in Atlantis said it. He didn't say that his actual dad said it. I thought his dad had said it, and I just assumed his dad got the setting from his mother. Maybe. I don't know. I could have missed it. It was a lot going on. It was a lot <laughs> of fucking movie. I can't remember every moment. It was funny though. That was a good scene. I liked the flash. He was like, "You think you think Wonder Woman will go for a, a younger guy?" And he's like, "She's five thousand years old, dude. Every guy's is younger. <laughs> she has no choice." <laughs> I'm like, "Ah, that's good. That's that's yeah, that's a good one." Why didn't he just let him dig though? I think it was like a. It's like I could do this in like a symbolism, kind of like. Like, this is more respectful to not use our powers, to just do this the hard way. Like, this is a hero that died, and this is the more respectful way of digging up his grave. I'm not saying it quite makes sense. Sure. But I think that's if what If there is a for. respectful way to dig up someone's right. grave. Uh, exactly. Yeah. You know what's crazy to me, too? Because you said that. Why did, uh, when they, like, put Superman, when Aquaman put Superman in, like, the, the liquid thing, when they're bringing him back, mm-hmm. why didn't he, like nicely pick up that picture why did he just let the picture of his father just fall into the liquid and then like go and like sink into it i don't know like, clearly if that picture was buried with him it was important yeah i don't know and then he's just, like, like pushes somebody could have grabbed it also wonder why they chose aquaman to do that like did he volunteer or was he like yeah i guess i'll pick up the dead body and put it in the <laughs> I think we all looked at Dirty him like liquid. I mean, I don't want to get wet, and like you get wet all the time, yeah. right? Like, <laughs> I mean, you are the Aquaman, so if anybody should get wet, all right, probably next be character you. up. I don't have much to say about Wonder Woman other than that her fight scenes were great. Yeah, her, 
Loved the, all of the biggest thing. I feel like the biggest gain we got from her in this movie was that we really saw her Amazon come through. She she was super she's willing a to brutal kill. Brutal fucking fighter. Yeah. Yeah. That scene in the bank. She's just breaking necks. Just breaking necks. She just did her like, left and fucking... right. She shattered. Yeah. She. What so? She, what is that like? A sound, right? Yeah. So she just blew a dude to bits just yep. with a shockwave, like. Jesus. I love it. And she does and it in front of these. Stephen Wolf's head off. Dude, I that was one of my favorite moments of the entire thing. <laughs> when she was just like, Aquaman stabs him. I'm like, great. Superman comes in, punches him. Go back to where you came from. And she's like, nah, 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 nah. I'm not just letting him go like that. He was talking all, all that shit, shit <laughs> about my mom, about my people. I'm not fucking having it. And she's just like, slices his head off. And I was like, Yes. Yeah. Yes, Diana. Good job. That was great. I really, really enjoyed her slicing his head off. Alright, boom. Wonder Woman. Batman. I don't know. I don't know if I really have anything to say about Batman. Listen, Nick. <laughs> okay, here we go. Listen. I'm gonna go ahead and say that Ben Affleck is my favorite version live action Batman. Wow. I like, other than the fact that he's also kind of like low-key willing to kill. Yes, he, he definitely it's is. my biggest complaint. I feel like he portrays both Batman and Bruce Wayne better than I've seen anybody else in live action form do it. Okay, I can get that. I do I like love, him as Bruce Wayne. I love, All his responses, what's yeah. your superpower? I'm rich. He's like, um, I love the scene. And these were scenes that were in the last one too. And he's like, how did you get the bank to give the... Give us the house back. I bought the, I bank. Bought the bank. What do you think? I'm Bruce fucking Wayne. You know what I mean? And like, it's a Bruce Wayne thing to do. Like, it oh, is. like, like I need to like write this. Yeah, I just buy the bank. Whatever. Yeah, it's fine. It's cool. Bank. I can own a don't, bank. Yeah. Don't even worry about it. But the fact that he like clearly just like you could see this character is not so driven by revenge like we usually see him and everything else. Mm-hmm. And by but he's he clearly cares about everybody like he bought that for superman because he cares about superman right right he uh his relationship with alfred where like he like introduces everybody and he's like oh yeah i work for him like that's that to me is like a very bruce wayne batman thing to do like like just showing like jokingly but like not really like like he just generally cares about everybody and the fact that he's like got that like faith in Superman, like I, I loved it. Yeah, I love how everybody knows who Alfred is. Did you notice that? Anytime somebody came to see Alfred, they automatically knew who he was. When they walked in, um, Aquaman was like, "This is badass, Alfred." How does he know Alfred's name? This is the first Peter, time he's ever met Batman Alfred. Introduced them. This is he's like everybody's Alfred. This is his place. Is that what he said? Yeah. I didn't hear him say that part. Yeah. That was another thing I liked about it. Uh, just like Batman, like, ah, he runs this. This is his area. And then he just lets me use it. Superman shows up later and he's like, you must be Alfred. I'm like, how does everybody fucking know that this is Alfred? I don't get it. But yeah, everybody knew it was Alfred. But no, I was good. I like, uh, yeah. Um, Batman. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if I could say it's my favorite portrayal. But I get what you're saying. I like your points are valid for sure. Um, yeah, 
I don't know. I don't really have that much to say about Batman. Like, I, out of all the characters, he wasn't that stand out in this to me. I enjoyed his act, action scenes quite a bit more than the first one. They completely took out that opening parademon scene right. where he's on the rooftop and fighting. Yeah, that, that was gone. So I was kind of shocked by that. Um, also, the I first like like, he, like, two hours of the movie that like helped him like with all the alien blasts, so it made sense that he was able to like block that shit. Yeah, they definitely and they like made the sure that they the added that. Kind of in the in the um, the first time they fight Stephen Wolf and Batman's like fighting parademons. I like that some of them knocked him around a bit. Yeah. It was like more realistic that he's gonna struggle with this parademon he's about to fight. True, because he's also he's never fought parademons, so yeah. Right. Um, it's not like fighting a regular person. Like. Yeah, they definitely made sure, which was good. They they covered their bases with Batman and why he would survive this level of like right. a fight. You know what I mean? Like. Alfred was building the gauntlets right off the bat. So not only did it help with the parademons, but it also helped later on when Superman was blasting them with fucking heat Heat rays. And I'm like, why is he not dead? Why did that not go straight through his chest? But it's because he had the gauntlet. And he even had to get rid of one because he was just like, ah, it's too too much. Like, I got to get this off of me. So that makes sense. Um, Yeah, man. I don't know. I mean, we didn't see him as Batman for like the first two hours, I feel like. He didn't suit up. Into like hour right. two. I like seeing him as Batman, though. I will say that. I do like seeing him as Batman. I like seeing him in action. I like seeing him in motion. Yeah. All right. Next up, we got Flash. I like this arc a lot better, too. This arc got a lot better. I feel like we kind of talked about this. We don't have to dive super back into him. But his arc, I think it was a lot better. Um, I'm not a huge fan that he's like portrayed as this young guy like and I, I, I at least like the fact that they give us the idea that he was in college and he was like the end of college we get like he's probably around 22 ish yeah i like that but i liked him better in this and i like the fact that we weren't shying away of like how powerful flash really is he faced through a wall True. saw him manipulate time that was great i love that part yeah like but so everything about that scene. So that whole in third act, I guess you would call it. I don't, I don't even know because it was like part seven or whatever. But right. that whole act when they that final fight against the Parademons and Stephen Wolf was just mwah. like it was great. Oh, it was a, I agree. The best action scene in a DC movie so far to me. Like it was, it was real solid. Like it was up there. With the Wonder Woman um, fight scene at World War Two or whatever it was, like it was on the crazy scale of like that final Aquaman scene where he's literally riding a kraken from the center <laughs> of the earth. You know what I mean? Like it was, it was good, and I like that with the Flash. Right, so he's doing the running thing, right, and he's waiting on Vic, and he's like, "Come on, I can't hold this that much longer." Like, what's happening? And he's trying to keep this, like, momentum going. And the parademon manages to knock him off balance, and he falls, right? And at first, it just looks like he just knocked him off balance. He just tripped. Because we saw him trip earlier. So we know he's not, like, perfect yet. You know what I mean? Like, he's not a seasoned hero just yet. So you think he just trips. And then they call him, and he's like, come on, Barry. Like, we got to do this. And he's like, you hear him kind of, like, in a frantic and, like, almost like he's trying not to cry. 
and we see that he got blasted in the side. And I'm like, that is how a kid would react. Like, that's probably the most hurt he's ever been in his life. Like, right. that pain is probably excruciating to him. It would make sense that he's like, he's watching Wonder Woman and Aquaman and even Batman, who's a normal fucking human being, fight these things, get beat up, and he gets hit once, and he's just like, I couldn't imagine the mental and physical pain that he would go through in that moment. You know what I mean? Because he's like, one, it actually hurts. And two, he's in like mental pain because he's just like, like fuck, I got hit once, like one time, and like I can't even fucking run anymore. That's all I got is just running, and I can't even do that. I'm hurt. Like, and they need me. They fucking need me. And I can't do anything. And he starts, he's like telling himself, like, Barry, come on, come on, come on. So it, it, he's like, come on, speed healing. Dude, so it added to that scene. It didn't seem like the, him turning back time was just kind of like a whatever kind of throwaway scene because that easily could have been like a, look at this bullshit kind of scene. You know what right. I mean? Like a, that, it wasn't earned. It wasn't justified. But that little moment of him like in that pain and realizing like, shit. I got to pick my rule. I got to run faster than I've ever yeah, ran. And he's just like, fuck, I fucked up. Like, because I couldn't get it together because I couldn't do what I had to do because I couldn't push forward. Like, we're about to lose. And he's like, I, I got to stop this. Like, I got to. I got to break my rule. I got to go faster than I've ever done. Like, I got to make this happen. No matter what the result, no matter what it causes, like, I got to change this. And he literally changes time. And I, that was great. I, I really enjoyed that. It's good stuff. Wow. Good, good Flash stuff. Good stuff, man. We so got yeah. one more character we got to do. That's Superman, right? Superman. In this movie, a lot less compared to the other version. What he felt it felt like no, he was in it way more, not way more, but he was in it more. You know, I the, feel like the scene in the farm was just longer. You know, the, and then we saw him get his suit. You know, the best part about the Superman in this version compared to the other version was what? No CGI mouth. Well, because that whole opening scene was gone. I know, and even the scene on the farm. It was right. different. It was completely different. Which I watched a review and this guy was just like, you got to wonder at what point was Josh Whedon just like, it was just a matter of ego. You know what I mean? Because like we, he clearly had a farm scene filmed with no fucking CGI lip. None of that. (laughs) Right. So to remind people, the reason why his lip looked weird in the first version is because it was CGI. They had to CGI off a mustache off of his lip because he had already started filming another movie where he was a villain. He had to have a mustache. They wouldn't let him shave his mustache because they wanted him to keep it for the movie. He had to go back for reshoots. So they decided we'll just CGI the mustache off his face. And it looked really fucking weird. So why did they need to keep that scene instead of just using the one that already existed? No idea. So yeah, this, this review on YouTube was just like, you got to think like it had to be his ego at that point because it makes no sense to not use the scene that already existed and instead to bring back this guy just to CGI, CGI his lip and have this goofy looking moment in the movie. Yeah. Didn't make any sense. So yeah. I got nothing. The... So first of all, 
why the black suit? They didn't explain it. It made no sense. He walked past his regular suit. We didn't even see the black suit displayed. And he was just like, yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Yep, that's it. That's... (laughs) That's the one. And it's it's weird because it's supposed to be like this newer, brighter, like more hopeful version of Superman. And it's just like, but that's the, the difference. Darkest not, joint I got. That's, I feel like that's a key difference between these two movies is the first one. Yes, this is a brighter, happier version of Superman. This version isn't. This is the same Superman we had. This is the mm-hmm. Superman that died just back now. He's not like reborn and like. Happy go lucky Superman. Because you see the way he's fighting Steppenwolf. It's way fucking different. Yeah. He's being super violent. Which, shooting him like with his fire eyes yeah. while punching him. Which one did you prefer? Did you prefer him show how he showed up in the last version or in this version? It's tough. It's very tough. Yeah. I'm almost 50 50 with Okay. Because I, I missed the scene where he comes down and he's like, oh, is this guy still bothering you? And he just like punches the shit out of Stephen. Yeah. And the exact same sequence is in this film, but he doesn't say any of that. He just flies in, knocks Stephen Wolf into the ground, punches him. And then, yeah, he's like alternating between like crazy punches and fucking heat vision. He's just like, bah, 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 bah. takes his like horn thing off. Yeah. I'm just like, dude. And I feel like for a moment, you know, even think- everybody looks like, wait, hold Shit, he's he doing a bit this, much. This new version, I like the way he showed up, and Stephen Wolf like chops him, and he's just like, I'm not impressed. Fucking ice breaths the the axe, breaks it no problem, and then just kicks him across the board. <laughs> I'm just like, all right, yep, that was good. I like that. It's good, but good I did, I do enjoy the more hopeful Superman. I feel like yeah. a dark I mean, I Superman. get that. I definitely get it. Batman, okay. You know what I mean? Even Wonder Woman, I can get. But a dark Superman is not what makes Superman Superman. You know what I mean? I mean, the new 52 Superman was kind of a douche. <laughs> yeah, but he still wasn't like that, though. I mean, he kind of was. Was he? Yeah. They seem to have took a lot of inspiration from the uh, Injustice comic and game for this. Oh, I, I completely agree. Yeah. All right. You know what I want to I wanna mention, too? I like how we saw all the characters kind of saving slash protecting each other, right? Like, we saw uh, Batman get the parademon from shooting Flash. We saw Wonder Woman jumping under the thing that's about to fall on Aquaman. Yeah. We saw Aquaman, Flash, and Wonder Woman try to stop Superman from, like, murdering Batman. Yeah. They all were like, oh, shit, he's going to go after him. Yep. Nah, that was good. Uh, the extended, the whole the whole sequence again, all the fight sequence, all the action sequences. I feel like they they all really benefited from the extended runtime. They were all significantly better. And I really enjoyed all the action sequences a lot better. <clears throat> um, Wonder Woman chops his head off. Great. So here's another one of those humorous moments that I missed. Right. So. Do you remember in the theatrical version where he has Superman help him separate the cubes, right? Yeah, I didn't need the scene. You didn't? You didn't? Oh, I, I didn't missed it. it. And he's like, my toes hurt. I can't even comprehend <laughs> why my toes hurt. Yeah. I liked it. I enjoyed it. it and it gave Cyborg kind of like that moment of like, all right, 
Like he's been through all this shit. And he's like, okay, I, I, we we did it. We saved the world. I can fucking smile now. You know what I mean? He didn't have that in this one. Right, but he lost his father. Like, it's the same day. It's the same day his yeah, father died. Yeah, I guess. Did he? Did his father die like that in the last one? No. What happened? I don't know if we see what happens to him. I don't remember. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Anything I don't think else? his father dies. I don't think he does it. I don't think he does either. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Um, what else you got? Should we get into these these dream sequences? Yeah. So, so they they beat Stephen Wolf. Wonder Woman chops his head off. They all come together. We see him standing tall, standing proud, getting back on the ship, which I thought was destroyed, to be honest with you. I was surprised that bitch took flight again, but whatever. <laughs> um, well, Batman crashes into like six buildings, and then Parademons attacked it. So I was just, I was shocked that it flew again, but. Cyborg probably just thought it too. Yeah, probably. Um, so, that, so that ends, and then we get an epilogue. Which I'm like, okay. Right, I guess before we get into that. Um So cool is Stephen Wolf though, he has motivation. Like clearly somehow he upset Dark Side and he's been cast out and he's gotta like conquer so many worlds, like some ridiculous number before he's allowed to come back. Five hundred thousand, I think. Five hundred thousand. This one right here is the one that has the anti life equation and it's the one that Dark Side lost on. Right. That to me confusing. Okay. So, one, why did Darkseid forget what planet had the anti-life equation? The one thing on? that he spends his entire life searching for, his entire existence, and he forgets is it. searching for this equation, and yeah, he forgets that it's there. That is pretty wild. I don't understand it. Yeah. I also don't understand why the anti-life equation's there. Why is it on Earth? And I thought it was the thing he, like, hit the Earth, and then, like, he saw that, like... Those lines, and like I thought that was like the anti-life equation. Was it not? Yeah, I'm pretty Did sure. Did he put it there, though? I don't know. It does seem like that, though, doesn't it? That, the whole thing's confusing to me. Maybe that's why he I showed like up there in the, the there first time. Yeah, I mean, now we get more motivation, right? So I like that. Maybe he forgot because he passed out. Do you remember? So, like, they pulled him back on the ship, and he passed out. Right, but still. Sometimes when you pass out, you forget things. Not that. <laughs> Not the whole, not the thing you spent your entire no, life searching come for. On now, I don't know, man. He, uh, yeah. I mean, I just wanted to point out that I, that doesn't make any sense. I mean, that's fair. I don't have a, I don't have a reasoning for you. Fair enough. So the epilogue, um, we kind of get a nice little wrap up. Everybody's, you know, getting back to the huge and and uh, we see what's going on with everybody. See Martian, Martian Manhunter, dude. I, we should also mention that uh, the one guy that works for Star Labs is Ant-Man. Not Ant-Man. The Atom. The Atom. <laughs> Wrong yeah. universe. Yeah. So, Martian Manhunter shows up two, for the first time two hours and 20 minutes into the movie. And I remember, I remember that because I paused it and I was like, this is the most exciting thing that has happened up until this point. Come on, Nick. I promise you that's how I felt. You didn't like I was the like fight Martian scene? motherfucking manhunter. Put the fight scene on Themyscira. It's, it's fine. It's not that I didn't like it. It was like 
it was different from the first one, but there were still a lot of the same elements. Right. So also, you know what else got me about that fight scene? We get an overview of this temple or whatever, right? It has a hole in the ceiling. We see that. Right. Seven Wolf comes in. She's like, close the gates. They close the gates. Blah, blah, blah. Why the fuck didn't he just jump out of the ceiling? Oh, it wasn't that big. Doesn't matter. He's blowing holes in everything. I mean, ultimately, that's probably what he did when he just, but he just did it while I was in the water. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. But I was just like, you, well, yeah, I don't know. That that got me, though. I was like, why didn't he just jump out the top? You think he'd just, like, <laughs> knock everybody over and just be like, well, we got to get the fuck out of here. That was added, though. We didn't see that in the, in the. Yeah, no, that wasn't there before. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, cool. I like that better. Definitely. Right. That it fell in the water. It makes more sense because, again, this dude is so powerful. You would think, like, a few brick doors wouldn't stop him. Like, he'd get out of that eventually. Right. So, yeah. Anyway. All right. Back to the. What you were saying. What oh. was I saying? We were talking about Martian Manhunter. Yeah, Martian Manhunter. So, yeah, I was excited for that. It's like, cool. I wish he did more, but I liked it. I liked when he showed up at the end. And for a second, I thought it was Superman. And I was like, nah, that's not Superman. That's Martian Manhunter for sure. Sure enough, it was Martian Manhunter. And he's just like, you know, I got a stake in this world too. So I should probably help you guys out. I'm here. I'm pretty fucking strong. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Whenever you need me, just just know I'll be around. They call me the Martian Manhunter. Here I am. I was like, cool. Yeah. Batman's just like. Yeah, I mean, it's the least strange thing I've yeah, seen. I've seen enough away. aliens, I guess. One more ain't gonna hurt, you know. I'm glad. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. He's just like, well, we're uh, we're glad to have you. So, <laughs> see you, see you in the next crisis. Hopefully, hopefully you'll be around. But I, I just thought that exchange was yeah. just like he didn't question it. He didn't like. He didn't even act like he already knew he was been there. You know what I mean? It's just kind of like, all right, well, welcome aboard. Thanks for joining the team. Uh, we we have our meetings on Wednesdays, Saturdays. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we'll have a seat at the table for you. So, that, that yeah, that was cool. But um, the one thing I do want to point out before we jump into the dream sequence is the fucking Easter egg that I saw. I was like, boom, that's a real fucking Easter egg right there. Super or Batman was standing on top of this new tank Batmobile thing, and it's directly taken from the Dark Knight Returns comic books. It's like a bat tank with like a Batman face on it, and it's weird because it kind of looks like it has a neck, but it doesn't have a neck. And I was like, they took that design right out of the fucking comic books. Easter egg, bam! Felt good about that. Nice. I was like, I should make an Easter egg video. I got this one Easter egg. <laughs> Should make a whole video. All right, so this 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 dream sequence thing, man. What's this about? Oh, man, it's a lot to unpack here. Isn't it though? Isn't it though? So knowing what originally the trilogy was supposed to be about, I see what they're going for. And there's some things I want to point out. One, what do you think happened with Lois Lane? She was killed by who? Dark side. See, I don't know. Or a parademon. The the result almost, of dark side. 
feel, I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. I almost feel like Joker did it. I don't think that's true. I don't think he did. I almost feel like this is exactly like Injustice. And we got a pregnant Lois Lane that was killed essentially by the Joker. I could I could see Lex Luthor doing it before the Joker did it. I feel because I feel, I feel like, like if the, the, way Joker the Joker's did talking it, at the end and the reason that they're trying to like kind of like take they talk him with, but they're also kind of like protecting him. It's because he's the reason why Lois Lane is dead. And he even says like something along the lines like like you couldn't like have protected her like to Batman. And I think that's still and like you couldn't break your rule. And like that's all making me feel like this is the injustice storyline. And that's also why I mean, dude. Lois was pregnant. I know. That's yeah. like right from freaking Injustice League. That's true. That's true. I just, I don't get the sense that the Joker did it because I feel like if Joker did it, he'd be dead already. Why would these people be protecting the Joker? Well, I understand I mean, Batman, but the whole team, why? Why would they be protecting the Joker? I almost I feel like there's there's to some other end. See, I almost I would I would think before Joker, I would think that maybe Lex Luthor did it or had some part in it. I can see him having had a some part kind of it. deal with Darkseid. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. It could have, I mean, yeah, it could easily be Dark Side. And it's also like, how is Dark Side controlling? That's the other big thing. That's the other thing I don't understand. Because they don't make it so clear. You see, in the animated universe, and what happens is uh, basically Granny Goodness brainwashes Superman. Okay. So I don't know if they're going to, I mean, we saw Granny Goodness. We, we did see Granny that. Goodness. Yeah. And uh, what's his name? Desaad? Is that how you say it? Yeah, I think so. What did you think of Dark Side overall in this? I know uh, he didn't do much. He did a lot of grunting I like that and he was not actually, that much talking. Yeah, I like that he was in the movie. Like that was super exciting. I like that we saw that one like scene where he uses Omega Beams. That was cool. Yeah. Uh, very CGI'd. Very much so. The it's CGI was himself. at times distracting. Right. I think especially in this in that last scene in that nightmarish scene, like it was like very clear. Like this is. CGI. CGI the fuck, yeah. Like yeah. the ships and the parademons. I was like, my gosh. Um but yeah, I mean, overall, he was fine. I expected him to be bigger though. Like wider, I guess, not taller. He seemed a little too like skinny for thin him. to me, yeah. Alright. I thought he'd be a little bit bigger overall. Yeah. He was he was a he was a bit skinny. Like Stephen Wolf was almost bigger than he was, you know what I mean? Right. And I was just like, mm, I don't know if I, I don't know if I like that, but whatever. Um, all right, so this nightmare sequence, man. A couple things that stood out to me: one, we see Deathstroke again, and he's with them, right? They clearly something happened. There's this ragtag team. We got Batman, Deathstroke, who, in a scene right before that, we saw that like again one of the scenes that very different from the original movie. In the original one. Deathstroke met up with Lex Luthor and he's like, I'm trying to put an injustice team together or whatever. This one, he's just like, you said you wanted to kill the bat, right? Here's his name. He's Bruce Wayne. Go kill him. I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. Right. I was like, wow. Okay. And then we see him working together. So like, 
Weird that that happened. Then we see Mara, which makes sense because she's clearly just like, I'm going to kill Darkseid for killing Arthur. Like, that's it. I'm like, okay, makes sense. Cyborg. But they also made it seem like Superman had killed Arthur. She definitely seemed so like we she saw was. It, yeah, we saw ready it to fight. In the first dream sequence, right? But this and this other dream sequence, it seemed like Superman was the one that killed him. Yeah, all very confusing. Definitely. But it doesn't seem like it seems like it's more than the dream sequence because the flash that we see is the flash that comes back in time. Right. So it's not a dream sequence. It's something that is possibly going to happen. But you see Bruce Wayne wake up. Right. That's true. So how is he dreaming about he's, this? He, I don't know. I think they got to explain that. But he's dreaming about what the future is, what's happening in the future, for sure. Who planted these thoughts in his head, though? I don't know. Martian Manhunter. Why is he dreaming this? Anyway, look. So the biggest standout scene in that whole sequence is obviously the exchange between Batman and Joker. Definitely. Right? The... And don't get me wrong, I will fucking kill you. I was like, what is going on? I mean, talking about, like, he clearly killed Robin, and he, like, brought her up twice in that one part. He did. So he's like, you sent the boy Wonder to do a man's yeah, job. Man. So I was like, oh, so, so at some point he has a Robin. Did you like the the this design of, of Joker better than yes. the Suicide Squad? Okay, because tattoos were gone. I even liked his... Hair was longer. <laughs> I even liked him better overall in this than I did in Suicide Squad. Oh, 100%. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that exchange was intense, man. He, he likes he talking about Harley Quinn. He's like, she, she told me to kill you slowly. And he's like, make no mistake, I will fucking kill you. I'm like, yeah. what is happening right now? I Crazy. Was, this is insane. But yeah. I, what, what, tell me what you think. Just talk. I, uh, that scene really, really makes me want there to be more. Yeah. Because I want to see them do it. Like, this is like in a crazy story. That exchange, like, between the two and like the fact that Batman was like able to compose himself well enough. Like, he yelled, like, I'm going to fucking kill you, but didn't fucking kill him right there because, like, clearly something bigger is going on. Just makes me like, what is happening? Yeah. Like, I need to know. And he's even like, what's going to happen? She told me to kill you slowly, and best believe I'm going to keep to that promise. So, Batman is at a point where not only is he like, no, I'm done. I will murder you. I'm going to make it count. Like, yeah. What is going on? And then Joker, like, gives him a car, and he's like, here's a truce. He's like, because I could go on a rampage at any moment, but you know what? There's too much going on, I While guess. While you have this card right now. Yeah, well, I'll call we'll it a truth. a truth. I'll keep my, my shit to myself. Yeah, it's, man. Well, yeah, what led to this setup? And even Deathstroke's like, are you sure you want to bring this guy along? But it's almost like Batman, and that's why I was saying, I don't know if it was Joker that did it, because it seems like Batman needs him right now. He's like, I you're insane, but I need you like, because there's not many of us left. Yeah. We gotta, we gotta do something. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Oh man. So, so many, so exactly. Yeah. Close call time. Yeah. Do you think that this is going to be popular enough? to continue the story and make a trilogy because Warner Brothers are already saying that this is not supposed to be 
I know. Trilogy. This is supposed to be like a one and done kind a of one thing. One and done. I will say, do I think it'll be popular enough? I don't know. Because I think, number one, them releasing it exclusively to HBO Max. Clearly, Warner Brothers and HBO have some kind of mindset, uh, have the kind of mindset of that this will bring people to pay for this app, right? Like, right. There will be people who join HBO Max for this. One of them. So there we go. So th- that's good. The other thing is, I think at this point in the game, we can't underestimate the power of the internet. Because that's what got us this. Hashtag yeah, release, exactly the, about it. release the Snyder Cut is what got us here. Petitions and hashtags and all this stuff. I mean, like, it... There's really another one. It's called, like, Schneiderverse. I believe it. Like, so, that got us here. So, I I think they're done with this. I would love to see this, like, even, like, remastered, remastered, where he goes in and, like, really enhances the CGI, really cleans it up, maybe release it on, like, a 4K Blu-ray, like, a real clean version. I would love to see that, you know, but I think they're, like, completely done with this, but... Yeah, I don't know, man. I think I think the hardest part at this point would be getting some of these actor ba- actors back. Because I think Ben Affleck is done as Batman. I think he's over it. I really do. I think Jared Leto, I, I think he's real on the fence about being Joker again. I don't know if he's feeling it anymore. Um, I mean, just those yeah. two would be the hardest to get. I think they sure. would be. Uh, I know Ray Fisher, the guy who plays Cyborg, also got burnt, was talking about there's a lot of shit he went through during the filming of this movie. I think it was more so with the reshoots. I don't think it was with the initial filming with Zack Snyder, but I think it was more with the reshoots with the new director and also Warner Brothers themselves. So they might have a hard time getting him back. I think that's the hardest, would be the hardest part, is getting the actors back. I think it'll be done. I honestly think we're going to eventually get it. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. I don't know if they'll go through a full-on trilogy, but I think we'll get a a sequel to this. Here's the other thing, too. With the state of the world being the way it is, right, I think another hard justification for them would be, what do we do with the new version, right? Like, what do we do with the next one? Do we release it to theaters? Do we go straight to streaming like we did before? Because they don't make nearly as much money Releasing it straight to a streaming platform I mean, I as they do. Straight. This is just an HBO Max thing. Mm. Okay. Do you think they might break it up into like smaller series? So instead of another like four hour extravaganza, maybe we get like a limited series. I actually wouldn't mind that. Me neither. I feel like this could have been broken up into like just seven episodes. I mean, it kind of was, but yeah. it was still con- like they all gave together. They it all at once. And- yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So the other thing I think we should talk about is, well, maybe it's not that much of a close call. Do you definitively feel like this is the better version? Yes. Fair enough. You? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Like I said. I mean, just overall, like I would say this is a good movie. The other movie I enjoyed because I'm such a DC fan, I don't feel like. I mean, the fact that I'm a DC fan obviously helps, right? Like, geeking out over them actually addressing the anti-life equation was pretty fucking cool. Yeah, definitely. Um, 
But even if I wasn't, like, actually, I've known people that are not huge DC fans that very much enjoyed this movie. Okay. Like the the new version. The new version. Interesting. And for, like, a regular, like, person that just kind of in, like, like these superhero movies, but not necessarily in the comic books that sit through a four-hour movie and then really enjoy it, like, it's clearly a good movie. Yeah, I get that. I, I could agree with that. I also think it really helped that it was sent straight to streaming. Could you imagine sitting in a theater watching this? I mean, I did it for the last Lord of the Rings movie. Was it four hours long? Yeah, The Return of the King is four hours long. Really? Wow. Yeah. I don't know if I could have said... two or three hours long, so the whole thing is just outrageously yeah. long. I don't know if I could sit in, in the theater and watch this for four hours. I enjoy being able to watch it from home. Yeah, no, I liked it too. Yeah. I took breaks every so often. I paused it for a minute. Yeah, here. it's like... Because I tell you, man, when I was this was over, I was tired. I was like, man, <laughs> I'm exhausted while this... Anyway, would you go back and rewatch this? Yeah, but I, I probably wouldn't do it all in one sitting. Yeah, just break it up into chunks. Right. Yeah, I get that. All right. Anything else? Nah, I think that's it. I think that's it, man. All right, well, let them know where they can reach us, Sean. All right, guys. You can reach us at Close Calls Pod. You can do it on Gmail. You can do it on Twitter. You can do it on Facebook. Um, you can Gmail us. Yeah. So let us know uh, if you saw it, what you thought. And let us know if you think it's better or worse than the original. Let us know if you want them to make more. Um, yeah. Definitely. All right. Until next time. Until next week. Thanks for listening again. Uh, we appreciate you guys coming along for the ride with us. And for those of you who are here from week to week, we really appreciate you. Thank you very much for listening. And we hope that you guys will tune in next time. Bye. Bye.